Today's scripture reading comes from Genesis 1, 24-31 in the New International Version. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds and the livestock according to their kinds and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the seas and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. In Hebrews 11 we read, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. In the story of creation, we can find truths that will form our faith, truths that should kick our faith into action. So we're going to spend today telling the story of creation to find out just what some of those truths are and how our faith should be lived out differently because of them. We read in the beginning of Genesis, on the first page of your Bibles, that there once was a time when things were chaos, and depending on your translation, they were formless and void. A time when darkness was cast over all that was, a disarray that defied understanding and expectation alike. It was a time immeasurable, without definition, without physical explanation, but even then we read there was a God, our God, three beings yet one, we would come in time to understand. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit we would come to know, each distinct from one another, but also somehow in a way that to this day boggles the mind, altogether the same one God as well. And while most of what we know about God wouldn't be learned until eons from this time before time had passed, we do know this one thing beyond doubt, for it is a characteristic of our God that to this day has not changed one tiny bit, nor ever will. In this time before anything, this time in the chaos where all things were and weren't, even then our 
God loved. The father for his son, the son for his parent, both for the spirit that to this day lives in believers the world round. In ways both magnificent and mundane are God loved, and that this is where the story of all things begins. Not with power, not with majesty, but front and center with love is the key to understanding everything that comes next. All of the vast history that follows this time before time, none of it makes a lick of sense unless you start with one simple truth that our God loves. That we can have faith in this truth, that before all things there was our God and our God was full of an unceasing love even then, then all the rest of history, including who we are and our role in what is to come, it all suddenly comes into focus. From love, it all begins. It has to. Because as all of us today can attest in some way or the other, love has a way of leading to creation. Creation pours from love, like water from a jug. Children born of loving parents, ministries born of the love of the church, businesses born of the love of the entrepreneur, art born from the love of the artist, fields of crops grow from farmers who could not even begin to imagine their lives doing anything else. Minds of children grown and cultivated, invigorated by teachers who are on fire for their vocation. Each of these, though they seem different, are just the same thing. Each of these examples are just this, creation born of love. They are love doing what love does, creating something wonderful. And just as where our love, yours and mine, can do such miracles as this, each feats not to be looked down on or dismissed in any way, the love of our God we read created too. Let there be light. Genesis 1.1 God commanded the existence and it came into focus for the first time. Like an explosion, the physics of the cosmos settled out. From side to side of just what we can see, the universe is at least 93 billion light years across. To drive just one light year at highway speeds, just one, would take over 11 million years. And that is only what we can see that is 93 billion times longer than that. The universe very likely is even larger than that. And all this burst into order by the will of our God. And it both was and is, every square inch of it, loved by its creator. And that love of our God kept pouring out new creation with every moment bringing more complexity than the last. At first, the light is 
blinding, overwhelming, and all around. But as our Lord commands, the fire breaks and the chaos cools. The primordial waters coagulate and separate and become distinct. At a command of our Lord, the chaos continues to tame and the elements themselves come to be defined. Until where once there was only the incomprehensible and God, from his love we were given all of the universe and then all of the solar system and then the earth and still he was not done for our lord continued to create and the elements themselves listened to his will combining and recombining separating and coming together creation on display complexity increasing and the inanimate by the loving will of our god gave way to become life the plants burst forth from every nook and cranny we read every inch below the waters and then the land high and low from microscopic single cells to clumps to structures so complex we would not come to understand them even slightly for ages to come. Life grew, and our God, seeing this, said that it was good, and he loved what he had made. And so still the complexity grew more, as our God in his infinite love continued to create. And from the seas, then the land, then air arose all matter of creatures. From the small to the impossibly huge, they came to be each depending on the other, on the rest of creation, and all of them depending on our God. And it is here where the love of the Lord we read bore us. Distinct from all else, the most complex of all, the entirety of creation up until our birth was made, ordered, and in its place, the chaos was settled and subdued, the darkness was conquered, the elements congealed into existence, and the earth, the moon, and the sun brought into being, the waters divided, all the while complexity ever increasing until life filled the earth, each in its place, each with its good order, and at the pinnacle of that creation we read humanity came to be humanity male and female together we came into being male and female together we read we were made in the image of god we are the same as everything else in creation, but also in this way we are unique. A part of the same creation as all else, born of the same stuff, born to live in and by the same place as everything else, but also we read with us, our loving God breathes something more. With us, the complexity of creation reached its pinnacle. With us, God made something in his own image and he loved and loves us very much we are made of the same stuff as the rest of creation we are a part of it and as such we are always to think of the world around us with the same love as the one who made us does without the rest of creation we could not exist we live in creation. We can only live because it exists. Without the rest of creation, we not only could not survive, simply put, we would never have existed in the first place. And as such, from the moment of our births, we know this truth. God placed us in a relationship with all the universe that he lovingly made.
In the same way, male and female, we read that we are created. Not one or the other, not one above the other, but simply both together, we read we were created to be. All children are born from this reality. All society is built upon it. Simply put, we would not exist if there was not a connection between people. By nature of our being born, we are connected to our parents whether we like it or not. And to live in society connects us to other people because how could it not? And as such, from the moment of our births, we know this truth to be holding as well. God created us in relationship with the rest of humanity, and he also loves us dearly. And finally, in the image of God, we read we were created, and so how can we exist apart from the one we were made in the image of? We were created by God to be the pinnacle of his creation. We were created by God to reflect his love and will to all that he had made, to shepherd all of the creation that he loves so much and to shepherd it in his name, not to exploit it, but to show that same love that caused it to come into existence back to it in turn, and in this love, cause it to flourish. God loves his creation, and so we made in his image are to love that same creation that he has made, as well as we are to love God himself in return. And as such, from the moment of our births we know this truth, that our God created us in a relationship with himself. By nature of existing, we human beings are in these relationships with all of creation that we are to love because God loves it, with each other who we are bound to from the moments of our birth and to God who loves us more than we could ever possibly imagine and who when we come face to face with, we cannot help but love him in turn. This is what it means to be human we see in our creation. And as we came into being, God said that it was all very good. And while it is here where we believe the story of creation comes to an end, in reality, it is only the beginning. Because from this point, when all that was, is, and ever will be was formed and born into existence due to the love of God, from this point, the rest of the story of God in the world that he loves begins to unfold. Each moment he sustains it. Each moment he reaches out to it. And each moment he is with us, helping us to love all that he does as well. And if we are looking for truths in the stories of scripture that will form our faith, that will kick us into action, there is no other place to begin than here. Not just because it is the literal beginning of all things, but more importantly because in this story we learn the following about what we have faith in. From the story of creation, we know that we believers of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, 
have faith that even though we did not see how the world was created, even though we do not know for certain the particular machinations of how it was done apart from what we read here or there, from who we know God to be, we have faith that far from the uncaring expanse that we are often told that creation is, instead, in fact, it is precious in all of its simplicity and complexity to a God who loves it fiercely. We have faith that far from simply being the result of uncaring chance, born to destroy all that we touch, born to be alone until we die meaningless deaths by ourselves, instead of all that, as we are often told by the world around us that we human beings are, we have faith that we human beings are instead loved at our core, tied by nature of our existence to the rest of creation, to one another, and to God. We cannot exist without being in close relationships to others, existing not to harm, but instead to shepherd and cause to flourish, existing to love with the same intensity as our God loves. By nature, of being alive, human beings are tied in relationships with others, and those relationships are worth building. As believers of God who read of creation in the beginning of our Bibles, we have faith that creation and the rest of humanity is worth being loved and worth building relationships with because God loves us and wants nothing more than to build a stronger relationship with us himself. And if God wants that, it is ultimately fully and completely worthwhile. From the story of creation, we have this faith. And so as we go on from here today, I say the time has come to put this faith into action. Where the world would say creation doesn't matter, we are to show them that it in fact does. Where the world would say that people don't matter, both here and abroad, we are to show them that we in fact do. Where the world would say that there is no place for God, we are to show them that not only is there a place, but that, in fact, he is the very reason that we choose to love as we do. To live with love for the world, to live with love for other human beings, and to live with love for God. To live with that kind of love that caused our God to create all that ever was, is, or will be in all that we do, that is what this story of creation adds to our faith. And if we live with that kind of love, can you imagine what God will help us to create in the world around us? Those are some of the truths that what we learn from the story of creation. And from them, I have no doubt that our faith can truly be pushed to action.